Hi, I'm Chaps. And I'm Heather. And this is the B Word Podcast, where we talk about the Bible with a sense of humor and grace. That's right. Yes. Here we are. Great times. I'd miss doing this. That was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I just had that thought as you were being childish. I was like, I've missed this. I was being, I was making... Farting noises with my hand into the microphone. This is what happens, guys, when we get together. It's true. It's true. Um, Today we're going to be talking about anxiety in the gospel. I love Um, it. Well, I hope you don't love the anxiety. No, Um, I love that we're talking about it. Oh, yes. I like that we're talking about it, too. I think it's important. Um, But before that, um, what do you do as a mood lifter? You should go first. I cry. I mean, never have I felt I mean, worse I after feel, crying. I mean, that's true. I, I usually like, feel so much better after crying. Yeah, but I feel exhausted after crying. I cry, nap, shower. There it is. There it's it is, guys. We just found it, and that was the episode. Sometimes I cry in the shower and then have a nap. What's kind of nice, because if you're crying in the shower, just kind of you don't have to worry about cleaning your face. It's already happening. It's true. I do showers and naps are like my mm. like how I process things, but as a mood lifter... Like to make myself feel happier and not just process feelings. Uh, I, I put on music in the kitchen and dance around with the kids. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I. What do you do? Uh, lately, I feel like an instant mood booster is working out, doing like a boxing workout or like s- some sort of strength workout. Mm-hmm. And then dr- usually drinking water helps. <laughs> You're just dehydrated. You're not stressed. Well, I feel like a lot of times if I'm sad or whatever, I'm. it's caused by multiple things, but I usually feel better after working out, drinking water, showering, and then eating. So all your basic needs. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. That checks out. But it's really hard to do those things yeah. in the moment. But... I feel like you're really good at being like, I'm so frustrated. I'm just going to work out. Because I already know like that it helps the psychology of how it like triggers my brain into a different headspace. Yeah. And the serotonin improves. Like the other day I was texting with someone and they called or no, they called me on the phone. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Call. I was working out. They're like, working out. It's like, yeah. They're like, why? I was like, I don't know. I have to have some sort of serotonin <laughs> in my body. <laughs> Why work out? Why yeah. your They're like, wow, maybe I should start working out again. I'm like, maybe, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I enjoyed that. Um, well, does the a boxing workout help you differently than a uh, like a regular workout? Yes. So the, you get to like get frustration out. Yeah, it also requires a lot of brain power because you're. Yeah, I'm not good at boxing. <laughs> it requires like mental. Right, I'm not good. At- <laughs> <laughs> you're like you should do a boxing workout. I'm like, I am not like. I know I'm a coordinated person, but people falls are immediately. Like, <laughs> like people are like jab, cross, kick, drop, and I'm like I can't. That's what I like. My about brain it. is always two steps behind. It's true, always. guys. It's true. We played games. Yes. Chaps is like, oh, and there's my nothing gosh. wrong with that. Our brains are just different. But I like it snaps me out of whatever mood I'm in because it requires me to remember combinations. Yeah, and you're focusing on that. This is not sponsored by Peloton, but. They're what the way they do their boxing workouts is you have a three minute round, mm-hmm. which usually is accumulating mm-hmm. different sets like, all right, you're going to start with a jab cross. All right. Two jabs, one cross duck. So they keep adding. And at the end of that three minute oh, round, it's like a dance you, routine. Yeah. You have a full combo done and then you have a three minute like active that. recovery. So it's like your brain doesn't have a chance to like 
think you just have to go and i enjoy when i can do that kind of because it's almost like shutting my brain off and working a different part of my brain i like that yeah, that's like fun. dance yeah it's like dancing yeah that's cool yeah i i'm still not very good at it but that's all right we all have our things it's true it's fine it's fine all right let's talk about it let's talk oh, about that, it oh oh our old podcast name wow r.i.p <laughs> um so i doubt your bible had a definition for anxiety i don't i don't think i looked because i was like there's no way i found one on the internet the interwebs <laughs> okay um but i was curious if your bible i also think it's really weird because we have the same brand bible but, but mine doesn't, doesn't have, have a glossary one? no that's not I feel, and this was like a the nice one i remember i bought it in a conference well clearly clearly not I mean, ESV. I got mine at Barnes and Noble. ESV, get it together. This is ESV. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like it's the same Bible, but mine doesn't have it. I also have a nice little <laughs> post-it of a drawing Addie did of Mike Wazowski. I was about Bible. to ask you if that was Mike Wazowski. <laughs> it's totally Mike Wazowski. Very it good. It says, "Mom, I love you, Mom." <laughs> it's just very cute. Um. Anyways, back to anxiety. Yeah. There's um. No anxiety in my glossary. Wow. There's no anxiety in the Bible. <laughs> There's no definition of anxiety in my glossary. Cringe. My Bible glossary. Okay. Well, I found one on the interwebs. Okay. Um, and it said, intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations that include, it also gave me symptoms. Yeah. Fast heart rate, rapid breathing, sweating, and feeling tired. I also, I added just right now, uh, the feeling of unease. Mm. all the time um i found a little i don't want to call them fun facts because they're not fun they're sad facts <laughs> tm tm sad facts yeah wah, wah, wah. Um, more than half a million people have reported signs of anxiety uh within this was a study done in 2021 wow i wonder what it is now it's probably higher um, reporting that the was highest. So confident. I am <laughs> sure. Uh, reporting highest rate of severe anxiety since the start of the pandemic. Anxiety, mm-hmm. anxiety screenings were up six hundred and thirty-four percent from the previous January. And I know we're not talking about depression, but depression screens were up eight hundred and seventy-three percent. They tend to go hand in hand. I feel like they do. The ones like the root, and the other ones the how it manifests like itself so yeah like yeah. how it happens depression is like the symptom of the anxiety yeah they're usually going hand in hand but mm. they're a little different so we're not they're still different right we're not going to talk about depression today. right um nearly uh 180,000 people who took a screening reported suicidal ideation uh on more than half the days nearly every day with the highest reported number of 37 percent in september 2020 that's crazy. Um, between April and September, 70% of the people reported that loneliness and isolation was their top contributing factor for mental health issues, including uh, followed by past trauma, which was 46%, and relational problems, um, which was 42%. So these are like big numbers. Yeah. Um, I mean, in all seriousness, it is a serious conversation. And I feel like so many Christians handle this wrong mm-hmm. um, in the way that we treat it or the way it's disregarded. Maybe that's not the word. No, I, I feel like a lot of times when we talk about anxiety, they're like, 
you just need to pray about it. Right. Like that's the response or you're just not having enough faith or it's very like I disregard it's almost taboo. What is the it's not disregarding, but it's dismissive. Dismissive. That's like the word. you yeah. it's almost like you just need to get over it type of yeah. uh view on it. Yeah. That was the fridge making ice. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, there's something in the house with us. It scared me. Oh, you mean the Holy Spirit? Yeah. I told you to stay over there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I gave you a chair. Oh, um, anyways, before we get into a little bit more on that, uh, wow, all the noises. Right. It's, it's the, the fridge. fridge. <laughs> um, this is a side note, but when I was home with my parents, they have a fridge. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I know, guys. So cool. Um, but I, we were having lunch, and I kept hearing, woo, woo. And I was like, do you guys hear that? They're like, what? I'm like, it sounds like a dog. They're like, what are you talking about? And then I heard it again. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, is there a dog? I went and looked out the window because it sounded like a dog. Is there a dog in their by. fridge? No, it was the fridge. <laughs> their fridge was going, woo. It was like making ice. That's how the sound it made. Oh. <laughs> but it sounded like a dog barking, and it was just the funniest thing to me. Um, it was random, but uh, I know the fridge, you know, did it cause anxiety in you? It was more like, where is this dog? Does it need help? <laughs> so, yes, I guess so. Yeah. Yes, I was worried. Um, it was just, it was so random. Um, so before we get into what the Bible says about anxiety and how we could treat it, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about. Like anxiety has always been a thing because the Bible addresses it. So right. we know it's this been This is a not thing. a new thing. No. This has been something that people have struggled with a long time. Forever. Yeah. I don't I know I don't think they did like polls back then or research. Yeah. But we have the ability to do that now and the thing we're learning is that it keeps increasing and there's nothing bringing it down. If anything, it's going up. I definitely find comfort in the fact that it is in the Bible and that mm-hmm. it is something that people have struggled with for a long time. It doesn't make it feel like a new issue or a new problem yeah like sometimes there's new things that come up and i'm like i don't know what to do with that that's where is that in the bible i don't know how to handle that that just seems i don't know but like this is clearly clearly addressed yeah um so i wrote down a few things of like why is anxiety at an all-time high why do we have anxiety yes is that where you're going yes okay stop reading my notes okay (laughs) you're you're stealing my thunder. I'm reading the notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. Um, <laughs> I just see your little face pop up here. Um, well, one of the first things is that I think we're being overwhelmed with the amount of things being throwing at us, mm. including digitally. And that's like the first thing. That's the one thing that I also comes to mind. It's like there's. I can't remember, but it's in that documentary about uh, technology. What was it called? The one on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. But it talks about how, like, how much data we're being fed every second. And it's just, like, too much. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. That's, like, the first thing that I'm, like, and my friend Brooke talks about this all the time. She's, like, if you're feeling sad or depressed or anxious, like, just stay off of the internet. Because... There's just too much there Mm -hmm. that you can like compare yourself to makes you spiral Mm -hmm. or just like sad things that come up and you just get overwhelmed with like the state of the world. Like just it's okay to like not be on social media Mm -hmm. and just shut down, you know, so 
if you're struggling and you need to take a break from anxiety or from <laughs> social oh, media. Oh, there it is, guys. If you're struggling with anxiety and you need to take a break from social media, then just take a break. Like there's no sh- no shame in that at all. Sorry, continue. But yes, that is Yeah, really there's just so much like even like I, I just think about the amount of choices we have. It just seems like a lot. Like going to the grocery store and having to pick a type of milk mm-hmm. is overwhelming. Like there's so many options. It's like you have to stand there, not only look at the prices, but look at like the ingredients in it. Like there, And that's with like every single thing you buy, every single thing you consume, mm-hmm. every single like we're faced with so many decisions every day that that just feels like a lot. Yeah. It's uh, a lot. It's a lot. I surprised Chaps with a coffee today and I was a little stressed about it because I was like, I have to choose what kind of coffee she That makes. stressed you out? Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to go with what I would order. <laughs> I, I like, mean, that's what I... There I, are so many people in the coffee shop that I was like, this is stressful. What am I going to order? But then thankfully, because there were so many people, I had more time to choose. Well, Anyways, I just went with a cappuccino. But that's besides the point. But the I was I supporting you your options. You said regular milk. Which eliminates a whole group of drinks. I almost got you matcha. That would have been nice. I haven't had matcha in a long time. Oh, no, but I like. I wanted a coffee. Yeah, I, I know. And then there was a coffee a soda, and I was like, ooh, but she probably wants something I warm because want- it's cold. Yes, and I want something with milk in it. See, these are all things that went through my head. It's just... They didn't cause anxiety, but I was supporting your your whole statement about like there are so many things we have to make decisions. There on is, and that that's is overwhelming. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to be overwhelmed with this decision, so I'm gonna pass <laughs> it off. It's like you're like you make this one decision is one less decision I have to that's make today. Fine. I did it. Um, I hope it was delicious cappuccino. Oh, it was. Good, it's good. Good. Um, so that's one of the reasons. There's so much. Um, I'm gonna read these out of order. Okay. Um. The other one is uh, <laughs> one of the reasons we have anxiety because Heather is the best. <laughs> I put it in your notes to see if you would notice it took you so long. How long has it been there? <laughs> A little while. Wow. Guys, you see, all this is coming from my brain, not my notes. <laughs> um, so I have anxiety because Heather is the best. That's right. Um, it, it keeps me up at night. Um, uh, the other one I would say is that we don't prioritize our health because mm-hmm. um, it's true. The last thing you want to do when you're worried and anxious isn't think about other decisions. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that your fight against like your mood lifter mm-hmm. is prioritizing your health and going to work out. Well, yes, because I've learned that that's the thing yeah. that helps with that. Actually, if you take all these and you flip them upside down, you have a lot of good coping tools for anxiety. <laughs> Guys, I just wrote a book, I guess. <laughs> um, like prioritize your health. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's one of the things that... Like, even when I'm sad, you're always like, well, go work out. And it's like, you know that that already helps me. Yeah. Even when I don't, because I don't want to do it. Like, that's the last thing I want to do, which mm-hmm. brings me to my next one. Like, we have anxiety because we live in isolation and we mm-hmm. feel like we have to carry everything by ourselves in our heads. Like, that right. gets really exhausting really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess do the opposite of all these things. Be in community. There you go. Mm. Um, another thing is that we make other things our idols. Mm. Um, that usually would cause anxiety. Um, an easy one, it's like, I am anxious about money. And it's like, probably because yeah. you've made money your idol. I yeah. am anxious about this relationship. You probably made this relationship your idol. Yeah. So it goes back and forth to that, like, 
we have anxiety about all these things. And what's interesting about a lot of these things is that we can make changes to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one that I have here is like, we don't rest or Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Easy way to be anxious because you're not taking time to process what God's trying to tell you, which is come to me, all who are weary and tired, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So these are some of the things that, like, the reason we have anxiety. There are other reasons yeah. why we have anxiety. Like, there's definitely clinical anxiety, uh-huh. and I I don't... There's, like, a chemical imbalance for right? some people. There's, like, there's so many things like that that I'm not saying, like, don't... Like, medication's not the way. Like, it might be. You're not saying medication's not the way. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, like, it, it may be. I just want to clarify. Yes. Yeah. Like, it may be the way, right. like... And I think that's where... A lot in the Christian culture, it's been like, like I've known counselors like this where they're like, no, like Jesus is going to fix it all. And it's like Jesus may fix it all. And it mm-hmm. may be with this brilliant medicine that he created. Right. And or like Jesus plus therapy. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay. That's good. That's a good there balance. Are things that he can reveal to you in therapy. It's true. That like you're not going to get unless you're taking that path. Right. So right. like it's not... These things can are helpful tools mm-hmm. in addition to whatever else you need. We're not condoning anything. Right. 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 All the drugs. Just kidding. <laughs> um, it's like that meme that's like me on my way to have my fourth cup of coffee after having so much anxiety, knowing that the <laughs> coffee is going to add to my anxiety. She's just like jumping. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah just makes my anxiety go faster you know um <laughs> so i didn't realize i i could flip these and make them things but oh but yeah basic, but you did but i did well you, you did. did yeah um so before i we can wrap up with that but paul david trip i hadn't seen any of this paul david trip stuff before by the way okay wrote it's interesting it's like a whole article Oh, it was an article, not a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So quick read. Um, oh and God. I'm going to read you parts of it. Awesome. And he just wrote things that he looks at when he's feeling anxious mm-hmm. and what the Bible says about anxiety. Yeah. Um, so the first one he wrote was the thing to be reminded of when you're feeling anxious is the gospel of creation. Mm. Um, and he reads Matthew six twenty six to 30, which um, do you want to read? I can. Six. Matthew, whoop, too fast, too far. 626 through 30? Yes, it's a look at the birds. That's where it starts. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It does start there. It's under the the chapter title. Do not be be anxious. anxious. Got him. (laughs) Um, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they are and which of you by being anxious can add a single hour to your lifespan how far do we go oh we keep going 30 and why are you anxious about clothing consider the lilies of the field and how they grow neither they neither toil nor spin yet i tell you even solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these but if god so clothes the grass of the field which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven Will he not much more do 
I'm sorry. I have notes in my Bible, so I've like crossed, not crossed out words, but I've like written over words. Wow. Um, You're sorry. like, they meant this. <laughs> no, no, but like my, I know. there's yes. a Y going into it. Yeah. I'm like, I can't read that word. Um, will he not, uh, will he not much more <laughs> do? How much more clothe you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, C by C faith. and by L look like a D. <laughs> um, oh, you of little faith. Yeah. So you, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Like oh, there's a yeah. word written mm-hmm. in the margin and the G made turn the C and the D C and the L into a D anyways, moving anyways, on. Anyways, so that's sorry. not important. Um, so basically it's is saying like, and he wrote, when you're struggling with anxiety, Jesus tells you to look around at creation. Mm-hmm. And he said, Paul Davis wrote, embedded in physical world are constant theological reminders that God doesn't abandon the work at his, of his hands. Mm-hmm. The birds of the air, the flowers of the field, and the countless of living organisms point to the loving care of God. If God would care that so much for birds and flowers, how much more would he care for those things in his image? If God feeds and clothes animals and plants without an eternal soul, how much more would he provide for those covered by the costly blood of his son? You have you have reason to rest because creation preaches to you a gospel of divine faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And I relate to this so much because one of the things when I'm anxiety, if I have anxiety where I'm sad, like being outside, being in the sun or just seeing yeah. the water, like... Mm-hmm improves my mood so much and it's because like yesterday when i was walking on the beach i was staring i like found this little log that was on the beach and i just sat on the sand it was cold i just sat there and i like try to find as far as i could see in the ocean and it got really weird (laughs) i was like wow like i know the ocean's big but when you stop for a second i was like wow like she feels small makes you feel small a little bit and yeah it's interesting to like look at the world around you when you're having anxiety because it also provides an anchor right Mm -hmm. like this is actually a tool they use in therapy they're like think about your five senses list something you can see something you can smell something Mm -hmm. you can touch it's the same idea but like also recognizing that god made that ocean for you to Mm -hmm. see made that ocean for you to smell made that ocean for you to touch you know like and and so it's interesting the way that like modern world uses this concept mm-hmm. in therapy, yeah. trying, it, but it all leads back to the same thing, yeah, which is God's creation, yeah. And so that would be one of the things if you struggle with anxiety um, that you you haven't tried it before, you should try it. Mm-hmm. It's if not, you just ended up being outside, and <laughs> that's probably better for you than you sitting inside. Even if it's cold, because like we talked about in our Sabbath in the winter, mm. uh, cold has healing powers. When you think about it, when you get a bruise or you get hurt, what do you? What does the doctor say to do? You ice it. You don't. You or, ice it, or you add heat. Sometimes you need some sunshine. But like when I was home and I texted you that I hit my head on a glass desk, I didn't heat it. I put ice on it and I did not get a purple eye. She's rolling her eyes right now. <laughs> She's so annoyed with the truth. <laughs> That's all right. Okay, continue. <laughs> Heather's angry at me now. I'm not angry. She's I just don't angry. like the cold. I'm hangry, as I said. No. That's fasting. Shut <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, did you have anything to say about that? Anything else? No, I already said it. I said what I had to say. I've seen what I've had to see. I've seen enough. All right. The next thing he says is 
the gospel of family. Like these are the three gospels he reminds himself when he's feeling anxious. Yeah, I like this. Um, in in Matthew six thirty one through thirty two, do you want me to read it? Or do I'll you read it. To, okay. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, "What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear?" For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Yeah, and he says, unlike pa- uh, pa- pagan Gentiles, Christians have a heavenly Father who willingly, faithfully, and eternally takes on the burden of our provision. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that the, pagan, uh, the pagans worry because they don't have assurance of divine provision. But Christians shouldn't be anxious about that. We have a father who knows exactly what we need and uh, is in the process of delivering exactly what we need when we need it in the exact location where we need it. Yeah. Uh, and he wrote, without knowing your story, let me try to make it clear. If you don't have what you think you need right now, it's because you don't need it right down. And um, he wrote a whole article on that. Oh, because uh, you don't need it right now. Right. He's yeah. like, uh, he's like, I written uh, like the difference between need and desire. Mm. That's a different topic. Um, anxiety belongs to the pagans. It doesn't make sense for the children of the most high God to worry about life. But you and I think we know better than our heavenly father. We never proclaim this publicly, but many anxious Christians are anxious because they believe they're smarter than God. Oof. And that's like the idol of pride. Yeah. That's like, I want to provide for myself. I, and I, I think we find ourselves doing this a lot. It's like, I need to make sure that I do this so that I eat or whatever. Right. And we're taking, like we're missing out on the provision of God. Like, I think that's been one of the cool things about writing down gratitudes. It's that you notice that I notice, like, wow, God, like you've yeah. given me the funds so that I can go to the store and mm-hmm. buy a piece of chicken that you created Right. You know, the ones that are left. Um, <laughs> hashtag bird flu. Oh, no. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, we have anxiety because we're trying to take control over things that were never meant to be in control. Right. Right. And that he'll provide. Hmm. I was reading something I'm going to talk about later. Okay. Okay. The third gospel he's he reminds us of when we have anxiety is the gospel of kingdom. Um, do you want me to read this or you got it? I got it. All right. Well Matthew we six, thirty three, thirty four. So basically just read Matthew, Matthew six, six. twenty five through thirty four when if you need a reminder, it's a good one. Um, okay, thirty three. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious enough for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. It's kind of like the take the day at a time. One day at a time? Yeah, one day at a time. Yeah. Um, which for me, I'm like, I've taken an hour at a time. Because <laughs> sometimes the whole day seems overwhelming. I know. That's true. Um, because you have um, are overwhelmed with the amount of things being thrown at us. That's right. They got to stop it. <laughs> I didn't mean your work. I just meant the world. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wow. Um. Anyways, uh, Paul says, The call to seek God's kingdom is itself a grace because it's only when I seek God's kingdom that I'm free from seeking my own. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've recognized this or not, but there's a direct correlation between the kingdom of self and anxiety. Most, if not all, of your anxiety results when you're attempting to sit on the throne of your own life. Mm. Oof. Uh, he said, the most confident people I've ever met were those who rested in the provision and care of God. 
the most unanxious believers I've interacted with are the ones who truly submitted their life to the will of their father. Uh, the most anxious people I've counseled were driven by earthly treasure and the forgot and were forgetful of the gospel. Mm. Let's be honest, you and I are forgetful too. We're blind to the gospel of creation, to the gospel of family, and we outright ignore the gospel of the kingdom. No wonder we're anxious. And he says, yet in our anxiety, Jesus doesn't yell at us. He doesn't say, throw up his hands and says, forget it. I can't believe you fools wouldn't chase after the world instead of me. No, in his tenderness and patience, he chases after us one more time and connects with us eternal, unstoppable, and glorious grace. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I think, really pretty beautiful. Yeah. And a great reminder that even in the midst of anxiety, like even in the midst of you seeking yourself kingdom or yourself idols, like God's still chasing you down. Yeah. Um, I did want to note that like not all anxiety is bad anxiety because in first Corinthians seven, it talks about, Paul talks about how an unmarried man is anxious about pleasing the Lord while a married man is anxious about pleasing his wife. And then this has to do with like deep concern, concern, deep and proper concern Mm. with like the things that you put before you. Right. But it's not, it doesn't talk about anxiety in the way that, like, I feel most Americans suffer from anxiety. Right. It's different. Like, it's not a, con- it's, there's a difference between a concern and anxiety. like And, like, crippling, disabling. Right. Like, I can have a concern that it's going to snow and I'm not going to be able to shovel myself out versus I have yeah. anxiety that because of the snow, I will run out of food and die. Very different. Oh, huge, <laughs> vastly different. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yes, yes. The concern about, oh, it's a snow day and like, I'm I might to die. die. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, um, we hear you Enneagram six is out there. It's going to be okay. But also here. Okay. You mentioned Enneagram six. So this is an interesting story and I don't, maybe it's a little bit of a tangent, but it's okay. It's okay. So they studied this group of gorillas. Have you heard this before? <laughs> this is amazing to me. They studied this group of gorillas and they took all the anxious gorillas away from that herd. They like removed them from the herd. Okay. And within a year, the entire herd, I don't know if that's the word for a group uh, of girls, yeah. probably family, probably just family. I don't know. They died because they took away the anxiety gorillas, the ones full of anxiety that were like, no, don't do that. You're going to die. No, don't do that. You're going to die. So like, it, it's just interesting that yeah, like, you, we need the people. you need some of this like, no, that's probably not a good idea. Discernment in, in like right. good or bad ideas right. or person just making decisions. Right. Just to, it's just, it's so like those, we always tease like the Enneagram six, like they're and all the about sevens. like, well, they're all about like risk assessment, but it's like, we need those. People. We do need risk assessment, but it shouldn't be to it the point be of crippling. crippling. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, how do you balance that? Yeah. So, um, I think to end on, I have one thing to say. Okay. Um, okay. So. I read this on Got Questions, which was actually pretty good. I didn't like everything they had to say because Mm. they talk about it being like super sinful. And like, I get that it can be sinful. Right. Because it's it's like a lot of it's based on like not having trust. Right. But I think. Yeah, it's. I just didn't it, like there. I, like I felt it's it was. In, I felt like it was insensitive. It is the way it was talked about. Because a lot of it. times, anxiety is not super controllable. Right. 
So they did say this that I was like, I like this. I'll read this. And it says, we may not be able to prevent anxious thoughts from entering our minds, but we can practice the right responses, mm-hmm. which is what we've Taking talked about. them captive. Yeah. Right. So in Philippians 4, 6, uh, and 7, it instructs us to not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, which we just talked about, mm-hmm. let your requests be, na- be known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your heart and your minds in in Christ Jesus. And I was like, I like that because like, even though we can't prevent anxiety, Mm -hmm. what we need to do is to sin in the fall. Right. Right. But in, in like all the things we talked about, like how to handle, get off social media, find a therapist, like maybe medications, the thing, but also be prayerful and, you know, keep a gratitude list and make your request known to God. Yeah. Like he's there for every emotion that you have. He doesn't just want the good stuff. He wants the bad stuff. He wants the stuff that like you feel you can't handle. Like just give it all to him and it will be helpful. So Amen. that's, yeah, that was the one thing I really liked. From wow. <laughs> it was good. Anyways. You're right. <laughs> Bye. Bye.